Hi, everybody. This is Maritza, and you are listening to the Autism Stressless Podcast, where each week I will take a few minutes to talk to you about autism, how to stress less, and find hope in your journey with your family. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Autism Stressless Podcast. This is Maritza, and today I'm going to be talking to you about stress and homeschooling. All right, so... Happy October 1st, everybody. This is like my favorite time of year is the fall, is October, is Halloween. It is seriously like my favorite holiday. Everybody knows how I feel in this house about it. Um, However, being married to Kevin for 12 years, almost 13 years, has got me loving Christmas now. So I will get in, uh, you know, the holiday spirit yeah, after Thanksgiving, but I used to not even be like super excited about Christmas. I, I just wasn't that kind of person. I uh, always attributed it to Jesus's birthday and I kind of just was like, I like Christmas, it's all right. But now I kind of like it a lot more than I used to, thanks to my husband. But anyways, that's I'm getting off topic. So today I'm going to be talking to you guys today about stress and homeschooling and I'm going to start off by um, saying that homeschooling for us, for um, and when I say us, I mean Sebastian and I, because I am, um, I guess is what the, the proper term they call it, is home educating. So I'm traditionally homeschooling, and I have a more eclectic approach to homeschooling Sebastian. Uh, so what I had to do for that was, you know, you got to make like this you got to make copies of like your degrees or whatever and I don't think your college I'm, I'm still new at this but I had to make copy of like my high school diploma and I just gave them my college degrees and and then there's this home notification homeschooling notification form you have to fill out for the state of Ohio and so I did that in July and <laughs> I didn't get a response until about a month ago and they said Sebastian and Sophia, and they misspelled Sebastian's name. They were like, oh, welcome, you know, like, we're happy that you guys are going to be homeschooling under the, you know, article of blah, 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 blah. So I had to call them, and long story short, I did get the right homeschooling letter from the uh, superintendent of Elyria City Schools. So I was so grateful that they resent a brand new letter stating that, yes, it was okay for me to homeschool Sebastian Molis and not Sophia and Sebastian. <laughs> so we have started our homeschooling journey. And a lot of you guys started homeschooling, of course, when COVID-19 hit, what, in March or whatever. And um, it was difficult, right? It was kind of weird. I mean, I'm taking myself back there now just thinking about it and I just remember thinking like, well, okay, let's just see how this is going to work out, right? And so I had two stations set up at our old house in Fairview Park, and one station was for Sebastian, the other station was in the dining room for Jaden. And so you guys know that have children with autism and special needs, how difficult it can be, especially for our nonverbal children. Um, so I, it, yeah, it was like trial and error, right? So I had to maneuver certain things. For Sebastian, it was virtual homeschooling, which was much easier. So we kind of had packets delivered to the house each week. Uh, We knew what to do. 
and then it was a little flexible because I was able to you know take breaks with him and do like go noodle which you can do on like YouTube kids and dance around with them and you know go outside or you know whatnot stuff like that and for Jaden I used the YouTube kids for like story time and letters and numbers and counting and um, veggie tales for religion and Sebastian had a uh, already religion class from his school virtually so that was pretty cool and he also had chapel online on Wednesday morning so that was really nice um, and so I started to fall in love with homeschooling after about three weeks of doing it I was like I like this I actually like uh, schooling these kids you know but summer came and then things change of course now you, you get into a groove and now summer's here and now you have to transition your children and swim time and all this other stuff but as you guys know none of the public pools were open the rec centers weren't open until later I mean at least here in Ohio but um for many families that have children with autism it can be great right to have your kids at home and you have peace and you have order and um you're not having to take them to and fro to all these different places so we were used to keeping the kids home you know, for the most part, after school days, right? Because that's what we would do, because for Jaden, he just has a lot of meltdowns and it's very hard to take him anywhere in public because anything can set him off and he's, he's a screamer and he's also, in, you know, going through puberty, so he has a tendency to destroy things. <laughs> so we just stay home for the most part. Um, but, uh, so in the summer, all of that stuff changed. And then I, was, I started to think about, do I want my kids to go back to a physical school, you know? And I was, you know, talking about it with Kevin and, and we were both talking about all the changes that have been taking place in our world. And we just decided like, eh, let's just try to put him in a Christian school and we'll just, you know, keep Jaden in the school that he's at because it's an agency in Westlake, Ohio. And, you know, we, we've been driving him since he was like, what like four years old anyways like two and fro so actually no I'm sorry two years old two and fro good lord um time flies but <laughs> so we just decided let's try it but then after all of the talks of how school is going to be and how kids were going to have to do xyz I was just like Kevin I don't feel comfortable with that and if it's okay with you I'd like to homeschool traditionally and you know we talked to a lot of homeschooling moms that had been homeschooling traditionally for like 17 plus years. I did a lot of research, reading, um, looked at a lot of blogs, you know, got some advice from parents who've been doing it. And it was just really nice to see that, you know, I had a couple of months already because of COVID, you know, to just get a taste of how homeschooling would be. And so that's when I decided, okay, after Kevin and I had the talk uh, in um, late June, that July I was going to send my letter to the superintendent to explain here's my home notification form for homeschooling and this is what we're going to be doing for the year. So that's what we decided to do. And then we decided to keep Jaden in Westlake because I said let me just get into the groove of you know finding a good curriculum for Sebastian and see how our days go and then you know if after you know October hits and flu season hits and stuff and they decide to close the agency I'm like prepared to homeschool both of them so that's what we decided um, so right now it's just me and Sebastian and Kevin works from home so he's 
in the house right now, but in our new home, he has his own shop. So pretty soon when his uh, shop gets insulated and all that stuff, it's just gonna be me and Sebastian in the house. And it's kind of cool because I have my own office here where I do the podcasting, the writing, and homeschooling now. And it, it's just, it's peaceful. Like I don't have worry about, you know, what's going on with my son at school. But for a lot of you guys, I know there's a lot of frustrations when your kids are home. And I will tell you that it's a heck of a lot easier to virtually homeschool, right? But it's also a heck of a lot easier to virtually homeschool and traditionally homeschool when you're not at odds with your child. So I'm not at odds with Sebastian and we we easily recover from disagreements and stuff. So that's one of the main reasons why I was like, oh, I could totally do this with Sebastian. But if it was like with my older child, Julian, I don't think I could do it because <laughs> it would be so frustrating. We would be like arguing all the time and I'd be like, you need to do this. You need to do that, you know? So I totally get why a lot of you parents just cannot, you know, homeschool your, your children or why you don't want to. I get that. You know, I'm not insensitive to that and I have you know close friends of mine who have their children in school and their kids you know are doing okay wearing the masks and um, doing whatever it is that they have to do in the public schools or even in the Christian schools I have friends that have their kids in Christian schools too so everybody's doing fine and when it comes down to it you know the stress in homeschooling or stress in sending your kids off to school you know, you have to make that decision for your family. What's best for your whole family, right? Because, I mean, you absolutely, I say you absolutely have to love homeschooling your, your child if you're going to decide to homeschool because of the stress that comes with homeschooling. There's a little bit of stress that comes with it. And so if you don't or you didn't like doing it when COVID hit, then don't do it. <laughs> Send your kids to school if you can. But be prepared I always say for the unexpected, right? And we know that as special needs parents, as parents of kids with autism, like there's so many unexpected things that can happen. You can have a good day and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, something happens and you're like, what? So just, you know, expect that something crazy could happen at the end of this year because of flu season and COVID and all this other stuff. But pray about it, right? And research a ton on homeschooling if that's what you're thinking about doing because... You want to, you know, how can I say? You want to stress less when you're homeschooling. You don't want to be stressed out. And that's why I wanted to do the podcast on this today because I know a lot of people are stressed out right now. But there are a couple solutions that you can try to help you to stress less. So if you have a pen and a piece of paper, jot them down. Number one is to try to avoid burnout. So if You believe you only have 15 minutes to engage your child with an activity or an academic lesson, do that. And don't worry about them not learning because they are. Set timers if you need to so that it can help you with transitioning to the next activity. I love using the easy peasy curriculum for Sebastian. We do Duolingo for Spanish lessons and then we go to the park for breaks and walks. Um, I also use the Brain Quest workbooks for homeschooling as well. Um, And for Jaden, like when he was home, I would, uh, like I stated before, would use YouTube Kids for, you know, story time, veggie tales for Bible lessons, and then he swings outside, and we do the Go Noodle for, like, recess videos. But to avoid burnout, you do, you know, things that work for your kids, keep them active, 
you know, with their mentally, but also physically, right? And then you can also co-work in certain spaces like your dining room or if you have an office in your office. Um, I know it's basically a different way of being with your kids, but it's meaningful. So try not to overwhelm yourself and take things chunk by chunk. Number two is stick to having break time. I love break time. So treat them like meetings. I like to say out, out loud with Sebastian, I'm like, break time! And then we stick to them and, you know, I give him a healthy snack. He can go outside, we can go for a walk, he can watch a cartoon for a little bit. I drink coffee, I write, I pray, I read. Whatever you can do to just get some positive thoughts in, relax, and breathe. So this is the most important career in your life right now, is being with your kids, you know, when you're homeschooling. So having breaks is going to help you to love it and love your life and it'll give you a moment to chill. Number three, create separate spaces to work with your kids. My youngest gets excited about working alongside me, but also when I give him a little freedom too. So we have Gmail, so he emails me and actually as I'm doing this podcast, he's emailing me right now. I'm going to do Adapted Mind, which is a math app that he does. So I'm like, yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's upstairs. I'm down here. And uh, we just kind of instant message each other through the uh, Hangouts on Gmail. And he loves it. It gives him like a little bit of independence. But also he still knows that I'm right here. I'm down below him. And um, he messages me if he needs help. It's a great solution for peace during the school day. And number four, if needed, get respite. So this is a biggie. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, if you're homeschooling your child with autism and typical kids, multiple kids, you know, put your mental health first, please, please, please. And I say this because it's so important for you to be right so your kids can be right. So find someone you trust to help you with your kiddos. And I know some of you think, what are you talking about? I don't have nobody to help me with my kiddos. Well, guess what? You can count on somebody for something. And I I, I don't mean to be like straightforward, uh, but you know, like I can always count on the grandma. I call her the grandma because when it comes to respite for Jaden, I can call her and be like, oh my God, he's doing X, Y, Z. I don't know what to do. Do you think you could take him for a little bit? And she's like, got it. So hopefully I'm praying that you guys have somebody in your life that can do that for you. Um, if I'm in a frenzy, I can always count on her. I also have some friends that are amazing. You know, they jump in to help me with meals. Like if I'm sick or something, they'll drop off food. They come to give me hugs, love, chocolate, whatever words of encouragement. I love, love, love my friends. And I continue to, you know, foster those relationships by reciprocating and being there for them as well. You know, we have to be in it together. We all need a little bit of help sometimes. So please ask for it. Um, hiring somebody right now might not be really good because of what's going on in our world, but you can step out your comfort zone and, you know, ask, like I said, the grandmas, the close friends, family for support. Even if it's for just two hours, just say, I need two hours, please. I just need to go get coffee. I need to breathe. Ask somebody, please, so that way your mental health is, you know, well, and you can stress less, decompress and breathe for a few minutes. Um, when your mind is right, then you're going to feel you know, you're going to feel with peace. You're going to have peace and everything will fall into place. So try to do this. And, um, I promise you, like, like I said, getting out of your comfort zone, it sucks, right? But in order for you to have your mind right and for you to stress less, you got to do these things. So I hope that this has helped you today. Um, 
I said, happy October. If you're homeschooling, keep on homeschooling. You can do this. You know, join a Facebook homeschooling group for your community. Um, pray. <laughs> I'm praying for you guys. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your weekend, right? Because we're into Thursday. So, oh my gosh, it's going to be Friday. Tomorrow. So, all right. I love you guys. Have a good one. So the stressless skills for the week are to avoid burnout, stick to having break times, create separate spaces to work with your kids, and if needed, get respite. So the scripture that I have for you guys today is in Deuteronomy 6, verse 9, and it says, write these laws on the door frames of your homes and on your town gates. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. And I pray that you guys are all stressing less when homeschooling your kiddos. Bye.